0: You know what shouldn't feel like rocket science? Planning a vacation your whole crew will love. With Carnival Cruise Line, it's all up to you. You can kick back or dive right into the fun. Paddleboard in the crystal clear waters of one of Carnival's exclusive destinations, Half Moon Key in the Bahamas. Take an ATV ride through the jungle or just relax on white sandy Caribbean beaches. The fun continues on ship. From a ride on the Bolt roller coaster to a moment of pure bliss at the Cloud9 Spa. Kick off the evening with a craft cocktail at any of Carnival's dazzling bars and lounges and take your pick of restaurants from surf and turf to family style Italian. Then settle in for an evening of live entertainment. Whatever your vibe is, you'll come home with plenty of stories to tell. So, pack those bags. Be sure to leave room for a few unforgettable memories because no one does fun like Carnival. Book your dream vacation at carnival.com. Ships registry, the Bahamas and Panama. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, plus. and situations
1: welcome to star talk your place in the universe where science and pop culture collide star talk begins right now this is star talk sports edition i got gary o'reilly with me gary
0: hey neil
1: yeah gary you're gonna take us someplace uh, I, I, let yes. me let me let me dredge my memories from a cup pre-COVID. I think this was. it is, yeah. is, was, was there a, just rewind two years? <laughs> was there a world or, before COVID? Or, did, did the world
0: exist? I, <laughs> it feels like a lifetime ago, <laughs> but only two years ago. And 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 this is, as I say, it's it's something that we're looking at, and it's it's us. It's our trademark. We look at things in a very Star Talkian manner. And uh, this is a perfect, perfect show for us to introduce in February of a new year. So back in February 2020, we released a show called Stadiums of the Future. Now, it's interesting because the stadium we picked hadn't been constructed yet. It was still in the process of finding itself. Now, that stadium is the SoFi Stadium, and that will be the venue for this year's big game, the NFL's big game, the 56th time it's taken place. And we're not allowed to say the S word, they get all upset. Now, the thing is, if you remember, Neil, we actually sent you there in a hard hat and a high-vis vest to go and find out what it was like to see this thing emerge and what the logistical challenges were, and how it came to be and the people that were behind bringing it. it this is a very talkian approach to sports and a stadium because there's no athletes, there's no head coaches, there's no TV dramas, there's just the guys and the girls that bring this thing to fruition. So if you remember, the SoFi has this gigantic transparent roof and it doesn't have that bigger profile out of the ground because it's been sunken because it is directly underneath the flight path to LAX. So go on, Neil, give me a thought of what it was like to walk into that arena as it was being constructed.
1: Yeah, I I remember that. First, there was the bit of pride when you speak to the engineers for what it is they Mm. were designing for it. Uh, What kind of technologies would enable and empower uh, not only future teams who play there, but future visitors. So the, it was a delight. I was I was geeking out basically, <laughs> and uh, and I'd forgotten that yes, this this stadium is sunken into the ground, kind of like I think the Rose Bowl is partly underground as well in Pasadena, mm-hmm. if memory serves. And so that gives it a much lower profile on the horizon. Otherwise, it just kind of sticks out, you know, like a sore thumb. But the fact yeah. that it has a lower profile, and you're right, it's on on the takeoff and landing path of LAX. So so they were, I, I was going to say they were considerate for this. No, that's not just being considerate. <laughs> yeah. That's being safe, oh, yeah. all right? There's probably some legal limits surrounding that as well. But just to look at how they were attempting to future-proof this stadium. And I was there not knowing that it would one day carry the big game. What do what, you mean, the bowl that is super, that that game? <laughs> <Is> that, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, I I was delighted, and I asked, I think, all the right questions. And um yeah. we had, we had a, a, a good time uh feeling the enthusiasm.
0: As as well as sending you out into the in the great wild of uh of the SoFi Stadium, we had a guest, and this guest is from IBM Sports. He's the chief infrastructure architect at IBM Sport, a guy called Ben Brulat, And he was involved in the construction of the Mercedes-Benz Dome in Atlanta. If you know the Atlanta Dome, it has this sort of tessellated lotus flower roof that opens up. It's magnificent. And he he explained to us to, to do this, and the same with the SoFi, you have to be thinking 5, 10, maybe even 15 years advance for technologies that are going to emerge, but that you are able to adapt to otherwise you have to you've got a stadium that doesn't work I mean there are stadiums now that are probably being constructed in the early 2000s that as far as technologies that we have now in the 20 in 2022 is more or less obsolete well so they so built. Gary
1: there are two challenges there so one of them is yeah you want to future proof everything you do in all construction but future proofing mm-hmm. involves projecting and the scientific word for that is extrapolating. When, when data are informing your future expectations, it's called extrapolating. So you have a plot of the way things are trending, and you say, no, let me continue the slope of that line, that, of these parameters that i plotted, and go into the future and have this, this thing I'm building today be able to accommodate this growth curve. That works to a point. The problem occurs... Mm-hmm. And you're right, Gary. It's typically a 15 year horizon. People can be good if you if you invest brain energy, projecting five to 10 years out. 15 years, you know, it begins to happen. You get discoveries yeah. and inventions that come out of left field or come in from the end zone, <laughs> whatever, ref- yeah. whatever sports, reference, whichever works, <laughs> whichever, whichever reference you're comfortable with. But it comes from a different yep. place. It comes from a, a place that's not even on the plot on the chart that you were using Mm -hmm. to make those predictions and that those are game changers for everything. So, and, uh, you know, I, I don't know what a good example would that be. Okay, here's one. How are you going to – this is not a big challenge because we had accommodated it, but it's an example. You, you want a future kitchen, and you say, well, what kind of modern stoves are we going to have? Okay, they might be electric, so let me put the stove near a power plug. That'll future-proof it. Okay, maybe there's some other electricity that needs to go. Let me make a conduit there. To And you do all of this. And then a a microwave oven shows up. Okay. (laughs) Who ordered that? You know, that's not an extrapolation of a modern oven that involves Mm -hmm. heat and flames or, or, or coils. It's a whole other technology. So where do you put that? So modern kitchens, of course, are designed to fit those comfortably and nicely. That was not much of a stretch as far as construction goes, but you can imagine something that would be completely transformative that would make SoFi Stadium look like something, like, like Wrigley Field.
0: Yeah, I mean, the thing is, they will want to leave intentional space to accommodate anything new and, and the hardware that needs to be in place for that new technology to be productive. I mean, the other thing they did was they earthquake-proof, because it's downtown LA and things shake and wobble a few, on shake occasion. Shake and bake, yeah. They Yeah, they they earthquake-proof the whole stadium. Now, this is a big deal. This is a $4 billion, beginning with a B, billion-dollar project. I mean, it is an entertainment But just to be house. clear, I'm an
1: astrophysicist. You don't have to extra explain the number billion to me.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. It's just in case people don't understand my version of English and they think I'm saying four million and it's actually billion. Yes. So um, it's, it's, it's so interesting. And if I remember rightly, we also then take that, as you say, extrapolate what might be coming along before we've quite got there, but using what we know now. We thought maybe augmented displays for people in stadiums could be something in the future. So if you imagine you've decided you want to be a defensive end, you could end up having a sensory experience that feels like hitting a quarterback.
1: Yeah, or or, or before you get there, just imagine Mm -hmm. you buy a stadium experience from the NFL or from the the home team or from SoFi Stadium, and they'll sell Mm -hmm. you the ticket at the 50-yard line 20 rows up. And then you go Mm -hmm. into your augmented reality room in your home and you experience the entire game from that seat. Wow. And then you don't need ticket price. Then you don't even have to go to the game and then take that up a notch, okay? So now you're saying, Mm -hmm. why be in the stadium at all? Why not be on the field? And you could be sort of an avatar, on the field as players are running by you. Because if you sensor, if you have sensors that monitor everything about all the players, which IBM currently does, or has the power to do, um, if you do that, and I know where all the players are, I know what their heartbeats are, I, because the coaches wanna know that. When is it, When are you gonna bring them out? When are you gonna put them back in? When have they recovered their oxygen levels? You, I have all that information. And yep. information is power. Information is money, money, right? So, so now you yep. put me on the field. I'll be, I'll be eating eating Cheetos if sitting on the line of scrimmage while the whole game is going on
0: around me. You'll be eating crisps and sacking quarterbacks. <laughs> It'll be a dream come true. But you're so wait, wait, is, but so you're so saying
1: you want deal. to also include the physical experience of getting hit. And I'm, so, d- yeah. does a person pay extra for that? <laughs> well, I. But the
0: answer to that is simply yes. <laughs> pay extra for anything like that; it's a yes. So that, but that's it, Niels. You see, the thing is, this is where we take the show. And as I referenced before, it only Star Talk will do this. Only Star Talk will think this it, way it's very trademark towards of the it. subject matter. Yes, yeah. Yes. And so this is why we're re-releasing this particular show from two years ago to to stand on the shoulders of this big game, but to give our audience an understanding of the environment they're in that will sit nicely next to the performances, hopefully, of the players.
1: Beautiful. Beautiful. So good work there, Gary. And I look forward to checking out the episode again. Today's topic, modern stadium design and the tech that informs it. So uh, who do I have here? I've got... Ben Brillette. Did I pronounce that right? You did, thank you. Ben, welcome. Thanks very much. You work for IBM? I do. You design stadiums? Wait, wait, you got a title here. Global Chief Architect for Sports and Entertainment Services. Yeah. That's a lot of syllables to say you design stadiums. Well, I design technology
2: for stadiums. Oh, excuse me. Yes. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. I don't wanna I don't wanna cause any fights. Uh so you know, yeah. yeah, okay. for stadiums.
1: All right. Yeah. So we got we'll get back to you in a minute. Gary? Yes. Always good. Hey, good to be here. Gary O'Reilly. Chuck. Hey. My people. Yes, my that's sports correct. people. Yes, we are. My, 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 my sports people. So recently I visited the SoFi Stadium just outside of Los Angeles. Absolutely. They're, they're in the middle of building it. Yep. And I'm looking at the numbers at $5 billion. Mm-hmm. Wow. Since when do stadiums cost that much? Mm. Dude. Oh, recently. Recently? <laughs> exactly. Since, <laughs> oh, yeah. since 20 minutes ago. Just saying. Uh, uh, 70,000 seats opening summer 2020. And didn't look like they're gonna be I, this, you're I, saying this, they're
3: not making it I'm, I'm, I'm saying, you're saying. I, I, I was there I, right. I flew over it they didn't look like but anyhow well, they. I, I'll tell you this much they better be ready by August of 2020 because they already said goodbye to the old stadium oh, last year yeah, otherwise they're playing in, for the, in, for the in, football, in, football teams the
1: plane, they're playing pickup game in the, in the right. parking and, lot oh that'd be
3: hilarious wouldn't <laughs> <laughs> it oh my god just like you can tailgate and watch the game at the same time <laughs> and be in it right. and be <laughs> in it <right. laughs> hey you missed it take, take it
1: right. back right help <laughs> yeah that's great so uh, that stadium houses the la rams and the chargers yeah. yeah and so uh ben so let me just look at a little more, we'll get back to that and i got footage of me visiting it uh, but ben how long has has ibm had such a thing IBM
2: engagement started really with the Atlanta Olympics in the 90s. Uh, oh, wow. Oh, 96. You guys have been, in,
3: the States for, yeah. uh, been so, in that space for a while.
1: That's right. I mean, Okay, wait. So you were the chief technology architect for the Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta. That's right. But that was way after the Olympics. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. So, so totally your, different design. They didn't have the benefit of your brilliance.
2: No, although some of the fiber infrastructure actually ended up being reused.
1: Okay. Oh, really? You mean recycled and reused?
3: or Nope. Nope. It was still there. Still good. And you just ask, okay, well, way to save them some money.
1: So so how are you combining this sports and tech at IBM? Because in these stadiums where big muscle football players play, it don't look like you have ever played football in your life.
2: No, I have not. I don't <laughs> so how, how
1: do you land in that pot?
2: Yeah, so <laughs> IBM is approaching uh, technology and stadiums really from two sides. The first is sort of the digital, where we're doing AI programs and how can we help coaches make better decisions about players? Ooh, how can we analyze- Yep, how can we analyze data, be able to uh, take a coach and put them virtually after the game in a VR room standing next to their player and say, can I understand better why he missed that or why he made that? Can I watch this from a 3D
1: perspective? Things why not like put that. him in during the game? Wouldn't that be
0: cool? The, you're you're right. a, you have a holographic coach on the field right yep i think so that that's, that tech is almost around now you can virtually with only a few seconds delay you can put someone back into the space yeah. and analyze that play almost real time and that's where
2: i come in actually is that the limitation now is the technology and the data bandwidth available on the field mm-hmm. how can we get enough antennas enough kinds of radios to be able to move that information from the field to the stadium in real time in real time to make real-time <laughs> decisions exactly and so I'm involved in all of the physical infrastructure, the antennas, the cell phone radios, the Wi-Fi access points, the security cameras, uh, all of the physical tech that makes the digital tech possible.
1: So I just got, I just got to tell you, I, I'm really feeling good listening to you because I, I led a geeky life, but it was early enough in the geek timetable that we, we all, not I because I was bigger than others, but most of my geek friends all got beat up by, by the football players. Right. Okay? Until the football players needed the geeks to help them with their computer homework. There you go. <laughs> okay? Right. That, so the balance of power changed. And so now you are enabling professional sports. Absolutely. And now you are like a patron saint of what enables them to do what they do. You have, now you have sports people as your protectors. Yeah, I mean, we want that data. We want them healthy. We
2: want to know where they were. We want to know that predictive insights in the injuries. That, that means
1: he's never
3: gotten a wedgie. That's, well, that's, but well, that's, that's, that, that may I be mean, true. I mean, you bring a football player. However, this isn't the show to explore that. <laughs>
0: yeah. it's, the, it's the one thought that's
1: crystallized in I'm my mind? Saying, all, me, all my people got wedgies right, coming exactly. out. <laughs>
3: Well, I think I mean, what Neil is saying is before you leave here. Well, I, I mean, uh, yeah, just watch yourself. Uh, I got a linebacker yeah. on speed dial. There you go. All right, that's, but that is that's, a cool thing because you can yeah. just be like, "Yo, bro, one line of code, and I can make it so that you." <laughs> one line, all right, code. One line one of code. code bro. Oh, that's, That'd be You're a great done. name of
1: a company. One line of code. One line of code. Oh man, all right. That's all the difference. Wait, so, at uh, what point do you are you brought in? So I'm rich and I want to build a stadium. At what point do I call you? The earlier, the better.
3: Right. Uh,
2: So we started in Atlanta when it was still a hole in the ground, uh, literally still there because— the technology, particularly as we start to talk about, of course, Atlanta's a 4G stadium, but as we look at 5G, more Damn. <laughs> more and more antennas means more and more wires to the antennas. That's right. And so we actually have to bury conduit in the concrete before it even gets poured. So you have to
1: have a design for that ready to go mm-hmm. right from day There's zero. There's enough conduit to future-proof it. So we got, we got some footage of me at the SoFi Stadium right? outside, of, outside of Los Angeles. The L.A., the, the Chargers and the Rams. Correct. Both will play there. That's right. In obviously, un- unless, they the other, <laughs> unless they play each other. Not on the same day. Unless they play each other. Right. Unless they play each other. There you go. Then they do play on the same day in the same stadium. That'd be kind of cool. I'll go to that game. you go to that game? Yeah. All right. <laughs> so, um, so, I, I visited it, and one thing I couldn't help notice is just the enormous roof. A lot of thought went into that roof. So, let's check out this high-tech roof. What is that transparent <coughs> roof made of? It's is called it, an ETFE system. How transparent is it? About 60 percent, from what I understand. Oh, so what you're saying is it, uh, it'll block out about 60 percent of sunlight that could come in. That's what I Either understand. Either reflect it yeah, yes. or do something else with it. That's correct. Okay.
4: So those are 60 foot by 60 foot grid areas. I see them. And then what we do is we build that frame on the ground outside the building, and as we load this diaphragm in place, we go ahead and put those in, and we pull the ETFE system over top. How long does it stay transparent? It'll t- stay transparent from the time we finish the project on. Not as long as birds poop on it. You well, got a way to clean that there off? There is a way to clean it. How There's, do you, how you do that? And they'll go, go up look, there. I don't see any way you anybody's going up there to clean bird poop. There is there is access up there, and there is a gutter system up there to go ahead and allow for washing down and also. Oh, she can rain. hose it off. That's one thing we can do as far as as far as the birds go. Is also use a Falconer. So, you can actually have falcons that come around here to keep birds away.
0: Does that help? That's I'm right, trying to be as
4: smart as this man. <laughs> that's, right, that's very National Geographic, yes. right?
0: <laughs> All right, you glad you turned up for this show? <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, so there's a little insight I want to say window, but I'm, I've done it now, onto what's going on in these, this 21st century stadium. What else could we build into a roof like that? Because that's a massive expanse.
3: Okay. and by roof he means bird toilet
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I mean is it so are we gonna have solar panels because California I think every new construction has to have solar panels thank god um can we use it like a TV screen can we check things out? What what could we do to play with this and make it just just
2: a roof? I mean, you'd love to, right? The technology for solar panels. I mean, the problem is the weight today, right? Uh, Can you make it light enough to be able to cover the surface and still have it span that enormous distance which it now spans? We've moved from stadiums where you used to have, you know, limited sight view seats Mm -hmm. to stadiums where there's no such thing in the entire place because these roof materials have gotten so light that now everyone can see uh, from everywhere. So, uh, the more technology you want to put up there, of course, the heavier it is. Uh, we actually had Wait, problems. Just to be clear,
1: heavier roofs require more structures to hold it up that would block your view. Potentially. A light roof, you don't have to hold up the roof. Yeah, you can
2: stand further away stand from it. Stand further yeah. away. So that's further, what you meant. Fulcrum. Yeah. Arm, when you, yeah. Okay, I was just trying to follow that. Okay, <laughs> So go it becomes on. a span. Exactly. So yep. how much distance are you trying to span? How light do you need that sp- material to be in order to make the span so that you don't have a blocked
0: view? How does a roof like that affect what you would be able to do in the stadium. You know, it's
2: interesting, the... In Atlanta, and I'm presumably they'll have the same problem uh, in Los Angeles as well. The fact that these materials are now plastics, you know, if we look at an older yeah. building, uh, like if we're in the, the lower levels here, uh, concrete, rebar, iron, uh, the RF energy of the city radio frequency. Yes, the radio to be clear mm-hmm. uh, doesn't make it into your basement here, right? Whereas when you build out of these new materials, these hyper-thin plastics, transparent materials. Uh, one of the challenges we're actually having is that all of the RF energy of the city is penetrating into the building now.
1: So, and you don't want that? You Does don't that want create
2: that. interference? Absolutely, okay. yeah. Whoa. How can you deliver cell service to 80,000 people sitting in a space which need low signal strength because they're not that far from the antenna?
3: But wouldn't you want to not provide them cell service? Wouldn't you want to block their cell service and provide them your own particular frequency because then you can determine what they're going to Watch, see, hear, and how they're going to interact with the stadium and other people because you're the puppeteer uh, electronically at that point. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Jack. That's <laughs> who you work for. <laughs> what do you? Are you an IBM operative? on the, <laughs>
0: Captain Verizon. Well,
2: it sounds like you work for a Daz company, a distributed uh, right. antenna system, which is the... Local cellular system in a stadium, and the problem with that is we want to run our DAS in a stadium and not have it leak out into the city, and not have the city leak in. So these new materials are really ch- creating challenges in how we can
1: do that successfully. Can't you put wires in it and turn it into a Faraday cage?
3: Yeah, you you could,
1: but you again, know about Faraday cage. Please, yeah. we would like to know about a Faraday cage. <laughs> it has nothing to do with prisons or anything. Oh, thank uh, gosh. Faraday is credited with this, so. Um, if you have something that conducts electricity like wire or mm-hmm. any kind yeah. of metal and you surround yourself in it, mm-hmm. then electromagnetic energy cannot penetrate that surface because it tries to get through and it gets conducted into it's the surface surf, right. and it never goes inside. And if so, for example, you can walk out in a lightning storm and right. if you're surrounded by one of these cages, lightning will hit it will never go inside your bubble. And the aliens can't
3: read your thoughts.
1: <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> Hence the, the, the aluminum foil hat. Yes. <laughs>
3: exactly. It's just nothing more than an aluminum foil hat. <laughs> that's really what it is. That's, what,
1: that's exactly <laughs> what it is. Okay, yeah. sorry, go on. Yeah. Pick it up. Um, so <clears throat> with
2: these new materials, the it's just become very difficult to create the separation that we need to deliver that kind of service. So that's meaning new antenna designs, new antenna placements, more antennas, and... Uh, In fact, in Atlanta, we have a a first-of-a-kind deployment of the cellular phone antennas are actually under the seats in the upper levels of the stadium. Wow. Because what we want is very low signal power to only go a few meters to the nearby seats. And right. it
1: sterilizes your gonads. I'm going to feel a little warm right now. <laughs> what am I doing? Oh, that's so that you get strong signal. Right. Don't you want that?
0: Ticket sales have just gone down in Atlanta.
1: We did a lot
2: of testing. All right. Yeah, a lot of engineering went into making up.
1: So, another interesting fact that we don't think about much here on the East Coast, but on the West Coast, it is in every design point. What do you do about earthquakes? Ooh. Can you earthquake-proof a stadium? Yes. So at, at the SoFi tour that I took, I, I had to ask him about it. Let's check it out.
4: This bowl structure is a separate element to the roof structure. All right. And it's separated by what's called an MSE wall, mechanical stabilized earth wall. So it's panels that go in. So if you were to walk through the rest of the stadium, you go to a back uh, area that has about 12 foot of gap in between so that this stadium it can, can change. It, it can move independently. It can up. move independently. And then the blade columns support the roof structure that actually go to butterfly caps and struts and to dead men, and that acts independently with isolators at the top that can move up to 81 inches.
1: So you can sustain an earthquake, it sounds like. Yes, we can. That's, <laughs> that, that's code for the, this the stadium
4: can shake and bake you can shake and bake. It's got a little bit of a little bit of movement to it. It does. And you got and, it. And you wouldn't even know, because as you walk in, we have a moat lid. So there is a moat that goes all the way around that most people don't know. A moat. A mote. moat. M-O-A-T. With crocodiles. Exactly. It could be. It could. You
1: because, see, I mean, the history of learning about earthquakes and other sort of issues is You don't want movement over here to have to be felt in the rest of the structure. No. Right? Because that could take down the whole structure. Correct. So everything can have some independence. Right. And then it just lives as almost an organic element.
4: And you have these, almost like these cut lines. Yes. Expansions. Expansions. Yeah, yeah. The
1: usual. uh, That would be thermal expansions and things. Right. So, Ben, you, working in the Mercedes Benz Stadium in Atlanta just a few years ago, mm-hmm. did they have to put in any sort of disaster proofing? If not earthquakes, some other kind of protection?
2: I, I mean, it has to be built for the environment that's in, right? So, Atlanta is a very wet, right. uh, very windy place. Uh, you know, the movable roof is there because Atlanta has quite a lot of days when it's rainy. Um, so, the. You techni- can't play
1: football in the rain anymore. Uh, uh, in my day, you couldn't even see the gridiron. That's how much snow would be on the field. and They'd still play.
0: Right? How many fans were there? I don't know. But it's in about my day, their the in fans. In my day, we played football
3: them. with a baseball bat. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. That's how tough it was. <laughs> right. Sorry. Not Continue. Wrong.
2: I know you're not apologizing to me. <laughs> That's right. All right. Yeah. So all of the facilities are instrumented throughout so within the roof uh, within the columns that support it this uh, structural steel the structural concrete there's instrumentation throughout all of it, which today is more wires that we have to bring to be able to measure the the stresses that are on a given piece of steel when you say
1: instrumentation you mean diagnostic tools yeah, absolutely so you always know the structural health of your facility.
2: Yeah, so in Atlanta, there are pedals that open and close to move the roof, and you want to know the health of the pedal system. So all of that is instrumented so that you know that it's in balance and all of the motors are operating correctly. Okay, so, so you
1: so you wouldn't be taken by surprise exactly. if anything was about to fail.
0: Yep. Thinking about what you said about footballers can't play in this rain, da 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 da, da. So when you or someone like you is involved in design in a stadium who are you looking to please the owners the coaches the players the fans
1: mm-hmm.
0: yourself why All would that the above?
1: be why would that be mutually exclusive
0: no i'm just wondering is there you know, the owner says, I want it done this way, and the owner's the guy with the paycheck, therefore the owner gets what it wants. Or is there—
1: Even if that might conflict with something else. Correct. Got yeah. it.
2: I, it. I think it starts with the fans, right? Because— Because they're paying. A, that's right. They're paying the owners. They're paying—right. <laughs> right. They, they the, the owner source works of, for the fans. That's right. <laughs> that's right. They're, they're the source of revenue for the, everything else that comes after it. And what you want to deliver is a great experience for them. And with stadiums, huge stadiums, they're getting bigger. They're getting more complex because you have to compete with the fact that it's not that expensive to buy an 85-inch television with that's what I 4K did.
1: Ultra HD yep, that's what and I did. put it in your man cave. That, that's what I did. All right, hey, man, well, you're, yeah. you're working against yourself there, Ben. So, <laughs> so, that's what I did. No,
0: that's, that's got to be the thought process of every owner. Yeah. How, how do, do we, we get we, you out? How do we we get want you out of, out of your house. house. Right.
1: right on. Well, you can give crappier television coverage. <laughs> so why well, I missed that. Well, you got to be at the game. That's true. We're going to show the replay only at the game. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. there you
2: go. Well, we want to do both, right? We want to have you have fun on the days you can make it. Have fun on the days you can't make it. You want to have everything uh, bringing together best possible experience. But the stadium itself is really competing for that. Let me get you out of your house in Atlanta or in Los Angeles to come in to the stadium.
1: We got to take a quick break. When we come back, more on the innovative designs of modern stadiums on Star Talk Sports Edition.
0: Apple Card, issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA Salt Lake City branch, subject to credit approval terms apply.
1: Star Talk, we're back. Star Talk Sports Edition. Gary O'Reilly. Hey, yep. Former footballer. Apparently. Apparently. You keep telling yourself that. yeah, Chuck. Yes. <laughs> who do we have here?
3: Ben. ben. Brillat. Brillat. Thanks. IBM. I.
1: Who, none, none of us even knew that such a person as you existed. The tech, geeky person who empowers modern stadiums to do and be what they need to be to satisfy the fans, the owners, the players all of the above. Chief, the great boy. and wonderful Oz of Stadium. <laughs> well, what that is. That's what you are, yeah, man. That's what that is. I just, mean, we hope
2: it's that way, right? If it, we don't want to be too noticed, right? Man. Right
1: on. So, as you know, we're featuring my footage from my visit to the SoFi Stadium under construction they not even built outside of Los Angeles it's great because one of the landing routes and takeoff routes from LAX mm-hmm. goes right over the stadium so you just look out the window there it is very cool that is that's That's cool. why I know it didn't look like they'd be ready when they said they'd be ready I'm just saying <laughs> uh, I'm just saying but a lot of, uh,
2: late, a lot of late nights coming up uh,
1: there's the exterior design but there's also what's going on on the inside and as you said the user experience comes first that resonates with what I learned from the designers of
4: this stadium let's check it out <laughs> The Oculus will actually start over here in this corner. So what it, is the Oculus? So the Oculus is actually the, the TV yeah. screens and or scoreboards, everything everything that will be announced. The world's largest right. scoreboard. Yeah. And where's it going? Is it going to be in the middle or somewhere no, else? No, it actually follows the line of all this. So right where that green box is, that yeah. hydraulic box, imagine about eight feet away from that, mm-hmm. we start building sections of it and we start building sections and we stack sections on it. Such and as this
1: one too, on this side as well?
4: All the way around the entire bowl. Uh-huh. And then we go ahead and put a strand jack similar to this assembly up here. And we introduce load, we pull down, it pulls on the roof. It weighs two million pounds when it's completed with components. Yeah. We assemble it here, oh. we commission it here, and we take it all the way up. And you hoist it up. And we hoist it up. So when you're standing on level eight, you see that guy there in the yellow? Yes, so that's him. level eight, and then level nine above. Mm-hmm. You'll actually be staring right out of that Oculus. Got it. So you're gonna have those types of seats in the But you can views. still see the field. Still see the field. Right. Still see the field. Yeah. So that
1: right. that was access for cheap the cheap seats. The cheap helping seats helping those guys out. Yeah. yeah.
3: It seems to be there's an arms race with stadiums now for the world's biggest uh like Jumbotron or fan Jumbotron screen. You know, that's so eighties. I dude. know. I haven't been to a game <laughs> in a long time. Can you tell? <laughs> Absolutely. I mean that, Atlanta's the
2: current record holder, so they're
1: they're trying to beat Atlanta. Absolutely. Over SoFi. Yep. Oh, oh, oh see, he, he's, he's like, you yeah, see him? and, and right. you He's feeling he, it. He did.
3: That's right. I, I, he, his <laughs> he, face got a little red. He up a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he got a little puff. <laughs> a, a little chest beating going <laughs> on right there. That, that's it. So now, uh, this will definitely be the world's largest screen in uh, or fan screen in the world after yeah. it's done. Yeah, so the, the new Oculus
2: here has screen here services. Here in, in SoFi. And SoFi. has screen services on both sides of the circle. So it's not just a single ring. There's display elements on both sides of the circle that's hanging down. Ooh,
1: so it's, oh, a, it's a double side. inside, screen.
3: outside. It's a Kandinsky painting of jumbo screens. Oh,
1: Kandinsky, man, these, damn, he's
3: damn. He's,
0: he's on something today, man, Chuck. Yeah. So I don't know who said that. <laughs> All right, let's let's play the game here. What other tech? Could you introduce to improve something like this Oculus? What could what could then take it to another level? Because this seems, as as Chuck says, a bit of an arms race.
2: Yeah, I mean the the holy grail really is uh, to have VR players on the field. Right. Oh my. Projected augmented reality more than VR, really. Yeah. But augmented reality players projected onto the field. We're still some ways away from that.
3: But what would? Uh, I don't. Uh, that get would it. be so cool. I don't get it. What so would you check do? it out. So an instant. I asked him, please. Oh, I'm sorry. So <laughs> who am I? Do? I don't know who you are. Are you there? Do you work for IBM?
2: No. Well, I mean, let's just take this example. If you are an Atlanta fan and uh, your team is playing in Los Angeles. You want to be able to go to Atlanta right. and watch that game on, on that field, field in front of you in your. Oh, home. as a matter stadium. of fact, they do that oh, now. Oh, oh,
3: oh, so I could be in the field. They
2: don't see me, but they run through me. Well, you could have that maybe. You could also have just a an away
3: game played at home. Uh, so, right. You could have so, like they have viewing yeah. parties now for the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Your team goes to another city, right? So you all put on VR and you're all in this in and their stadium. Now you're in.
1: In their place,
3: but you're in your, stadium, in your stadium watching the game with on your, your hot fields. dogs. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you're. So here's the thing: as a stadium owner, you gotta love this because that means everybody's gotta buy hot dogs. And that's true. And they're soft drinks. That's true. And and, they're not watching on the eighty-five inch. And not watching. They're actually watching the field, just like a regular game. Give them a reason
0: to get out of home. Give another reason to to get
3: out of the the house.
1: No, get out of home and go to the bar and put on your (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
3: because you know the truth is no. Actually, Neil makes a really good point. The truth is, if you bring that technology to a stadium, it will only be a very short period of time before bar owners bring that technology to their venue. Get, they get go. a miniature version of a the A mini version and then basically you you'll be More watched. work for me. You're like, that works for you <laughs> well, too. Go, no, more, work ha, for more work for me. He's like, hey, guess what? I'm good. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. Wait, so is that real? Is that, I mean, we're really going not,
2: there? Not yet. Not yet. Uh, the display projection you know, the technology Pokemon, is the problem.
1: I uh, uh, Pokemon Go. That's right. Yeah, if they can just show up in places. So,
2: so we could do it today with looking through your phone, right? But that's not the best experience. No, you want to be able to look at it in a seamless way. So there's right. a couple of barriers. One of which we're about to solve with five G, which right. is the ability to get that data out of the field real time, uh, recording uh, what they're really called voxels, the uh, volumetric image data, so that you can project from any position. So three dimensional pixel. Three dimensional pixel. Yeah and get that out of the current stadium. So 5G will help with that. Where we're falling uh, a little short still is in the display technology. So right now you need something like maybe Google Glass. Right, I was going to um, say. An that's, augmented reality right. display to look at it. Eventually we'll be be able to project it in fog or something like that. You know, that technology is still a ways off. But, yeah. I mean, they're working on it.
3: Man, that is so cool. I mean, like... How big but in your, a way, though, but let's specs, let's, so. let's 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 play this out just for a second now, because see, if I'm an NFL player and I'm smart and I hear you say what you just said, you're no longer my friend that helps me. You are now my competition, and now we go back to where jocks beat the hell out of geeks. <laughs> 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 okay, the because big, the biggest regressive, exactly. All right. Because <laughs> let's be honest. What you just said there um, is one step away instead of an augmented reality, which is basically the real-time transmission of data Mm -hmm. to why do I need that? I'll just create the data myself and transmit it so that you're seeing a game that is really an algorithm that even though it may be predetermined, it's still a game that happens, right? And you can watch football. So you want, nobody it, gets hurt. AI. Just, nobody gets, just, it's AI football. Isn't AI that football. John Madden football? It's AI football. It, it, yeah. No, it's not John Madden because, see, John Madden, you're playing, whereas this would be, would be an indeterminate algorithm. That oh. we're, 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 so none of the outcomes are predetermined, oh. and you would see a real game. All right, we're going to put Watson up against Siri. Right?
1: right. So in this next clip, I snared one of the engineers. To ask him: Is there any other technology that the public doesn't see that might be going on on the field, with like with the players or the coaches? So let's check it out. In modern times, football teams keep track of their players mm-hmm. in with high-tech monitoring systems and GPS. How far they've moved. Yep. Uh, will there be any sort of high-tech sensor systems, yeah, that, and that can be? Invoked. Yep. At it's field actually, level,
4: it's actually not GPS based. It's <coughs> RF based. Okay. So we have a ring of basically sensors around. So when the players walk out of the dressing room, they have a, a chip in their pads that gets turned on basically when they act, then when they exit the locker room, and then uh, within the playing surface, basically, uh, they track the movements. They can then. Figure out things like velocity and top speed and, and all, all. Right. So, so,
1: so, But that's yeah. not unique to the stadium if everyone has a chip in the, the modern NFL.
4: The league basically mandates that system. And Plus for
1: the health and well-being of the players too,
4: yep. right? Right. You can track how, how far they run, how fast they run, how much they're on field, etc. That means you
1: can also measure how fast they decelerate in a block. Yeah. Like you're running I and I see. run at you and I got your speed all a sudden bam! You go from 20 miles an hour to zero in, in, a, in...
4: a meter or
1: whatever. Right, right. So, Ben, why are they using RF technology if 5G is basically available? So, it
2: depends. What is that sensor trying to accomplish? So, on a high school field, you have GPS. You're out on, in the air. You can see the satellites. The GPS trackers will fit in their
1: pads. More importantly, the GPS satellites can see you. The GPS. <laughs>
2: well, <laughs> no. no. But that's okay. Okay. Uh, and indoors, now you have, again, the roof, which yeah. is blocking those signals. You need to provide some sort of local system that can now provide that location data. Okay. So, so 5G building... is
1: not a local system. That's a...
2: Well, 5G is a local system, and they're... I mean, but... even within a stadium, local? Absolutely. Oh, so oh. to that technology of DAS that I mentioned earlier, we have to build our own 5G network right. inside of a stadium to meet the density of... People who are there, you know, 80,000 devices in, well, we might even call 160,000 if you got a watch and a phone, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Devices in a small space. Now you need dedicated electronics, uh, dedicated antennas and radios just for that stadium by itself. But... Mm -hmm. That tracking versus making phone calls, all different kinds of 5G that are starting to come to life. Yeah. And the density, the number of devices as we look at IoT, and really those sensors are IoT, uh, is just going to balloon as what we start. What IoT stands for? Internet of Things.
1: So. That's what that... That's what that abbreviates. Yes, Internet of Things. Yes. things should never be abbreviated. Yeah, that word. <laughs> Thanks it's for it's not important enough. I was enough.
3: like this. Thanks for clearing
0: it up.
1: <laughs> so, uh, Internet of stuff. I don't know what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> as I as I sit here and listen to you explain that, Ben, my, I'm, I'm looking at it, my mo, my cell phone is dating and out of date within two years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So how do we future proof? <laughs> What's coming that we can do that you are that you're going to be able to jump on and utilize. Yeah. Yeah, how about 7G,
1: 8G, 10G?
2: It'll all be there. The the way that we future-proof in our architecture is we say we don't have a crystal ball. The only thing we can do is put more pathways for more antennas. Mm -hmm. Uh, Make sure that you have the ability to put... Today, you have one antenna in this room. Tomorrow, you have two. Four years from now, you have four or five.
1: I got to to interrupt you, okay? And Back to the Future 2 which took place in 2015 Mm -hmm. or 16, I forgot, somewhere in our past right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Back when it was made, people had fax machines, okay? Mm -hmm. That was the thing. Oh, that's cool. That's how you send... So they imagined in that distant future that households would have multiple fax machines. Okay, (laughs) Of course. So when... Marty was fired from his job. It was sent to him by fax, and every fax machine in his house, out came the yep. thing, yeah, you're, you're fired. fired. Yeah, yeah. And you say, wow, that's the future. Right. We'll have more than one fax machine. So isn't that a little bit short-sighted to say, let's just put more of what we already have?
2: No, we're not so much putting more, we're putting more capability, the, just the path. We don't know what kind of cable will go in it. We don't know what kind of antenna okay. will be there. So you assume it needs a path. You, you need to have a spot to put it, right. And okay. uh, that's becoming particularly challenging because uh, architects also want their stadiums to be beautiful, right? You want to experience the technology, but not have to see it. So you need to really design in from day zero mm. the ability to put all of this electronics there and be able to hide it. Tell me about helmet
1: cams. That would be another, I, it'd be first, it would be interesting just to monitor helmet concussion the, the mm-hmm. forces that operate on a helmet. Yep. You should be able to do that. If my that iPhone that. Yeah. can measure accelerations no matter what I'm doing, a helmet could do that too. Absolutely. Okay. So but not only that, just point of view cameras. Like suppose I'm gonna experience a game as a as a as a fan and I can just flick on, let me see what the quarterback is looking at. Let me see what the center. Let me see what the wide receiver. And that's their camera. Mm-hmm. What's what's? Yeah. What, how about that? So
2: with with 5G, we will be able to do that, especially in a sport like football where you have a lot of room to put uh, the heavier batteries and the, the camera sensors, things like that. Well, then I can say, um, oh, this
3: is too heavy. This yeah, <laughs> but... Well, that's a baseball player. But, right. <laughs> but as a <laughs> soccer player, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> the
1: good news, yeah. you guys, when you get clipped on the side, oh, oh I, man, that's it. Oh, I can't get up. The weight's I'm too much. In, I'm falling. I can't get up. You soccer players, what the hell is wrong with y'all? Well, we got good news we're for precious.
2: We got good news for soccer football. Uh, have you? Is that with is my team going to win? Well, with the three D, <laughs> with the three D volumetric pixel imaging, mm-hmm. it's now possible computationally to recreate any view from an array of, say, 32 cameras around... The stadium. This is like bullet time,
1: yeah. Like Ooh, in the Matrix, exactly. where you can get any right. camera and, yeah, angle. And just, yeah. yeah.
2: So you, as a viewer, could pick. You wouldn't even have to be limited to a specific helmet cam. You could pick the view right in between the two helmets and have that computed for you dynamically
3: from the images that are
1: already taken. Ooh. That's pretty wild. Wow. Ooh, that's bad. That's, that. that's badass right there. <laughs>
3: see now, once again, it seems like you're working. At, okay, so this would be and see that's something that you want to keep to an end stadium. Uh, experience, right? Because to be able to come and look on your phone and see a completely different game than you're actually watching on the field. Right, why be
1: limited to some
3: cameraman who's parked on some
1: spot on the sidewalk? You you
3: can actually curate your own game in real time as you're sitting there. Let me see that replay, you know? That's kind of cool. Yeah, you could end up,
2: you know, with Twitch-style re-edits of...
1: Mm. Nice. the game yeah. we gotta take a break can you hang around for like the third segment absolutely because normally we just sort of you know chew the fat but I wanna chew the fat with you in the room sounds great okay. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah that'd be cool alright this is Star Talk sports edition we'll be right back
0: Games rated E for
1: everyone. We're back, Star Talk. We have a special guest brought in from central Pennsylvania, where this dude lives. Nobody's out there. But, well, no, he's here. Oh. <laughs> 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 he was the only one there, now he's here. Ben Brillat thanks for hanging out normally we just sort of chew the fat this segment but i want you there thanks while we chew the fat sounds good so i just i'm curious about something i'm looking at the rate at which stadium design is changing and that always tells me things it says if the rate is changing rapidly now we can praise any newly opened stadium but if the rate is fast it means in five years that's going to be an old stadium just like technology itself, technology itself—you're
3: yeah. actually Yourself so. On.
1: So, how you feel about this? <laughs> uh,
3: I
2: mean, it's good news for me, right? Uh, the
3: more tech job changes, security. job yeah, security, job security. Yeah.
1: Uh-huh.
3: Uh, but now, do you build that into your design? Because, yeah. because well, he have said to. he
1: future proofs by putting uh, uh, conduits and and places where you would put stuff. Okay.
2: Yeah, I mean, there's capitalization terms for all of these things. You want to be sure you get your money's worth out of it. You need to be able to- Especially when it's $5 billion <laughs> worth of your money. Yeah. <laughs> but go ahead. Uh, but it is a big challenge. What can you do? How far into that crystal ball can you see? Yeah. And, you know, we make our best attempts at it, but, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes- Gary, would us? Oh,
0: okay, so we, t- we touched on augmented reality. Now, I'm just thinking, if we really throw it a long way away, do we actually need stadiums? because you're going to sit there with your VR goggles and I'll give you an immersive suit so you can actually feel the hits yourself yeah. while you're sat there. That's too much. Right? <laughs> well, you can that dial it up. That's too it much. It just depends. You dial it up or you dial it down. Oh, dial it down. Yeah. yeah. That, so do, can I then, dial it
3: down to a um, relaxing massage? <laughs> yeah, if you want. Negative so, so <laughs> we, three.
0: We're talking about we got to get people out of their homes. We need to, you know, our competition isn't this, this, this. It's getting people away from their TV sets and into the arena. But is it just going to come down to let's save the money and put it all into the fan experience you know you'd you'd think that would have happened with video gaming but
2: what has actually happened is that e-gaming is yeah. now
1: become a spectator a huge sport
2: <laughs> spectator sport <laughs> Absolutely. segment watching so, other
1: people play their e-game but in a stadium yeah.
2: you go to a stadium, a stadium to watch on the big screen video games get played
3: it's true
0: don't look at me like that. It's yeah. not me doing
3: it. We're all sitting in this room looking at each other the same way. <laughs> it's like, which is what? what the hell is wrong with these people? What? That, but it's a that, huge thing. Is that
1: Gen X? Is that Gen Y? Is that millennials? Yep. Let's get to the bottom of this. Yeah, who, who, it is. Who's doing this? Yeah,
3: it, uh, the 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 under 25 say It is, yeah. yeah. My son is totally into it, and I was completely— and He's 12. And, right, and I was completely against it until I found out that uh, these uh, so-called E-athletes Many of them have a seven figure deals. Yep. And now he gets home, and I'm just like, you better get upstairs and play that video game. <laughs> get those thumbs Get those thumbs moving, yeah. boy. What's your problem? Don't read a book. That's right. Are you reading? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, are you reading? What the hell is wrong with you? Are yeah.
0: <laughs> fans the whole thing here now? Are we, we, stadiums were built to honor the gladiators and. The, The athletes now we are seeing a shift away to the fan the spectator the person who provides the income as being the point of view that is the most interesting where can we take that where can ibm where can the stadium builders and architects of the future take that yeah i mean the fans
2: what we're trying to do with technology is deliver a better game through improved insights into how the players are moving, their uh, physio mechanics, the uh, coaching calls. Physio mechanics. I hope so. Okay. I just said it. <laughs> okay. I am like learning <laughs> new words. But. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, and help the coaches to be able to make the best decisions that they can. Help the players to be able to get the most that they can out of their own body to put it into an ever more entertaining game, right? So I think everybody is benefiting. You know, we talk about the greatest players of 60 years ago versus, you know, sort of your mid-tier players today. The mid-tier player had so much more information available to them to help Mm -hmm. them train exactly the right muscle, rest on exactly the right rest day. Uh, You know, the the level of play is just going up, up, up.
3: All right, so let me ask you this. With that in mind, talking about the fan, let's talk about the owner for a second because here's the way I'm thinking. I spent all this money. I got this high-tech stadium. How am I going to make even more money off of all of this 5G-capable technology? Yeah, wh- what's that the business model? How's Where's the, money- the
1: business model? How's the money come back into his right, pocket? I'm
3: coming. I need that money to come back to me. Yeah. So am I going to be charged to see, like, Certain replays that nobody else can see, or I mean, what? Because yeah. you know, no what fan kind of paywall. Ex- are you gonna put right? Up? There's no fan experience that's complete without an owner saying, "Nah, you don't have to pay for that." <laughs> I mean, all
2: of that is possible, right? You can have, uh, you know, premium subscriber level features. You can have entry features. You can have features you can only get if you are actually there. That happens today a lot because of TV licensing agreements. We can do more when you're physically in the stadium than we can outside.
1: Can I give a, an example of that? A really lame but heartfelt example when I was 9 we went to the Bronx Zoo and we we were very frugal as a family I saw other rich kids they could buy the elephant key there's a plastic key and the elephant nose sticks out and at every cage back when animals were in cages there was an, an information recording and you put the key in and turn it and you get a narration about the animal. Right. But you had to buy that. You key. had to buy the key. Right. And we didn't buy the key. So yeah, I would just
3: stand next to the rich kid. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. <laughs>
1: so mommy, why does so, this black kid keep following me everywhere? <laughs> I'm sorry. So I so <laughs> I I felt I didn't feel like I was a part of the experience. Right. And it didn't feel good to me. Even though I paid we had paid admission to the zoo itself, it was, I, I felt left out. yeah, Just because I couldn't afford it. And that was a visitor experience in 1968 to 67, that was its version of what you're describing. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, so yeah. picking up on your I mean, elephant key analogy. I, by
1: the way, I still own that elephant key. Just want you to know. For real? We're For good. real, I'll bring Ooh, it in. You We're did happy. get
0: one. The elephant in the room. <laughs> <laughs> the elephant in the room or, or the stadium, gambling. When you've got all of this ability to stream and do stuff. Oh, my a God. a lot of money. Pop pop, 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 Yeah? So
3: now you're talking about… There's more about, money, there's gambling more money than, in gambling than, than, any than any of it. any Oh,
0: my God. Gary, you
3: are brilliant. How do we get in on this right now? Because okay, I'm telling shut you… shut off the cameras. We'll find yes, out. Right right <laughs> Let me tell you something. Real-time betting while you're in a stadium? Mm-hmm. That's a money maker. Shake it. It, it happens
0: a lot more overseas than it does here. We have stronger laws. Anti-gambling. Yeah. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, but so, if I've spent $5 billion to create my stadium entertainment palace, I'll be pushing really hard to get the gambling laws changed in the state of which I'm— Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. For sure. Every state, Yeah. I mean, we're seeing data that comes
2: just for fantasy football, right? right? So, fantasy football, fantasy baseball, the decision-making data that's available to you for your own fantasy league is would probably knock the socks off of a coach from you know 1955 right. to have access to the
0: kind of information that you're. No, you know, 1975,
1: 1985, did yeah. okay. kind right of data
0: they have. See, going back to your point, of what else happens? How does how does the owner you, the owner, make money? I put a massive big. Complex of theaters show movies. I have shopping malls I was about I to say that. How? Why aren't
3: stadiums? When we were about to come out of it, why don't stadiums have um, multiple use built into? It's like the stadium sits empty for
0: most of the time. But this is the whole deal with SoFi. I
3: think well, well,
0: so right, fi- SoFi is a great example. This okay. So, is, so
1: okay, but so, so, all right. So SoFi. So a professional football schedule. Today, it's 16 games if you don't go into the playoffs, correct? Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, most football, pure football stadiums are used 16 weekends out of 52, yep. period. Then I noticed 10 years ago, 20 years, they tried to turn them into uh, conferencing centers yeah. and things, get a little extra money on the side. But still, yeah. what are you doing? Hold your event concert. here. Maybe hold a rock concert, okay? Yep. So, with SoFi, it has two teams interlaced. So, now it's 32 weekends. Yep. That's way better than mm-hmm. 16 out of 52, but still you got another 20 weekends where nothing's happening. Yep. Is the business model so lucrative that you can go unused for 20 weekends?
2: No, you need to drive that attendance up and the use of your facility. So in Atlanta, they have also Atlanta United, the MLS Is soccer your Mercedes team. Mercedes, yes, facility. Yeah. So the Atlanta United MLS soccer team has oh, games that are played yeah. there also. So that My has peeps. really <laughs> driven up. Yep, really driven up the usage of the building. Mm-hmm. Um, and they then get like, all the
1: immigrants come in; they, they get something to watch, right? <laughs> right. Because all the immigrants play soccer. Absolutely. Every every last one of them.
0: They've put seventy thousand fans. In the oh, Atlanta easily. Stadium yeah. for MLS soccer. Yep. Wow. absolutely
1: Yeah, it's a huge
3: draw, and not an American. Moment. It's a huge draw. <laughs> There's
0: more. <laughs> no, I'm just um, kidding.
3: Um, nah, no, no. But in a way, you're right. No. When the World Cup is on, that. and you walk around Manhattan, it's so people are so indifferent to it's, it. It's 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 like people don't care. And then you look in every bar, and it is filled to the brim. Right. Right. You know, uh-huh. and, and, and and none of them are Americans. <laughs> but, actually, I, Atlanta's culture
2: is changing with the Atlanta United,
3: actually. Yeah. The Atlanta United are
2: driving fans into that sport at a rate that is Sweet. just crazy. Yeah, I mean, you b- walk by bars in Atlanta and there is an Atlanta United flag. There are kids going to, Atl- to Atlanta really?
1: okay. games. Okay. All right, so, you know,
0: so really America might come around on this. yeah, The soccer thing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, you're getting there. Right. You're getting, but I think the footprint of the SoFi Stadium, I think, is greater than Disneyland. In, well, in including the
1: parking. Yeah. Are you for... What,
0: yeah. It's well, this what, multi-use what district. Four. What else is there? What else is no, in that building? they're building in the, the multiplex movie hotels. Oh, there's hotel. there's everything. hotels. Okay. There's there's oh, oh, everything else. Shopping. Oh, that's what you mean. So the idea so yeah. a is... A, it's a right, it's yes. to make it a destination, yep. area.
3: The yeah, area absolutely. becomes a destination. Yep. Gotcha. That's and the then point. the
0: game is just one other thing you do. One more thing. Something to do that you can walk to, yeah. Wow. Okay, cool. Because there's a finite amount of people that can go and watch a game. They want to come and enjoy the experience. So you will build fan parks outside.
1: I, got, I have an obscure, geeky, science-y comment, okay? mm-hmm. if I may. I'm ready. Okay. Um, If you're charging a battery, either an electric car or any kind of rechargeable battery, the if it's dead and you start charging it, like the first 20% happens very quickly. And then as the battery gets more and more charged, the rate at which it reaches the top, gets slower and slower and slower. So that last 5% takes almost as long as the previous all the time it took to get to that 95%. Okay, do you know why? No! Okay.
0: I'm I'm about to find out.
1: Uh, (laughs) The analogy is a stadium parking lot. Because in a dead battery, you have all these electrons in the wrong place. Mm -hmm. Okay, they done served you. Now you got to punch them back So that they can serve you again. They got to swim upstream and they got to park on the other side of that battery. But they can only park in pre-designated places. Oh, so... So if you're the first electron upstream, you park anywhere. I'm by the door! (laughs) Yay! (laughs) Yay! So in a stadium, if I'm early at the stadium, I can park anywhere. I can park within seconds. Yep. The later I come... Even if there is a parking spot for me,
3: mm-hmm.
1: it'll take me longer to find it. So that when the parking is almost entirely full and only five slots left, it could take me a half hour to find a parking spot. I have to look for those spots. That's right. why it takes longer to charge the last part of a battery than the first part because of the parking lot problem. Yeah, have you solved the parking problems?
2: Yeah, we we have. Uh, oh, smart parking
3: systems, smart
2: parking. So yeah, and it turns out.
3: parking. Well, predetermined the sign parking?
1: We have
2: a sign parking predetermined. We also have smart parking systems if you've been like in Heathrow Airport mm-hmm. uh, with red and green lights over every single parking spot so you can look down a hallway and see if there's a green light. Oh, what Turns is out,
1: hidden spots? Yeah,
2: signs that tell you how many are left on each level. Turns out this is a huge source of pollution in cities too. Yeah. So yes. there's companies People working. Driving
3: around. Like, right. th- not just in parking lots.
1: Period.
3: Yeah. In yeah. every metro place. Driving around, Driving looking around, around parking. I so
1: like, 80% of all cars that are in motion that are not taxis are looking look for parking. parking. Yeah. So this
3: <laughs> this
2: company's trying to solve this now to be able to help you. Uh, there's some new deployments out in Europe of smart parking systems in cities so that you can know I where like to the go. I
1: that you could just see above all the cars and the green one right there. That's brilliant. Yep. And, and if that, that's some little car that's hidden behind the, the, the exactly. SUV. Exactly. Yes, well, motor,
3: motor, motorcycle. angry when it happened. I always yeah. flatten their tires. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So now, how many people are now looking for a space and there's only one green light?
1: No, then, no. Oh, we meet and our, then, then, we then, meet then they, they the all converge trip. on the same <laughs>
0: space. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this the lights break out. Right, how fast can you drive <laughs> See, up See, this is spot? LA, so Larry David's going to the, be there. <laughs> you know yeah. that.
1: Larry David. You know um, he's going
0: to be there in his little electric car.
1: Of curb your enthusiasm. <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. 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 So we yeah. can
2: actually, fo- using cameras, we can actually follow your car right. through the parking garage and provide you individually appropriate signage at every turn for where you should go to Ooh, your parking. Smart park. signs. Can you talk to the car
0: turn left, you idiot? Well, you can change no, the sign the car, that they car, can read. Talk yeah. to the
1: thing, right. and I'm going to sit back and read <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. You know, that's,
0: exactly, yeah. that's where it's the actually the car park its own. The name, car park so. is yeah. Yeah. Oh, There you go. Yeah. yeah. Dude, that is How much in the game? Cool. You park yourself. Yeah. yeah. Mm. All
1: right, so final thoughts. Chuck, what do you have?
3: Um, you know, I'm going to go to a game uh, and and probably be disappointed yeah. because none of the cool crap we're talking about is going to be there. It's not <laughs> yet. It's not
1: happening but yet. But well, he'll call, get his phone number, he'll call you. Exactly. we'll go together.
0: Gary. I think it's great. I think it's brilliant because everybody wins players are going to win, the coaches. IBM could become the best football coach ever, right? All the bio data, all the telemetrics, all the players are going to win, and the fans are going to get better experience. So it's a win-win-win. Brilliant.
1: So what thoughts do you have at night before you go to sleep about all this?
2: I want to make sure that my son, when he goes to have—he's four now. When he goes to a game, that he will be able to have the experience that he is imagining when he gets there. So his world— His world already, he can talk to the house, right? And have the lights turn on. He can type because he just talks to his computer. The information in the world is at his fingertips.
1: 15 years from now. Yeah. 15
2: years from now, when he's there. Your four year old child's running the house with his apps. Yeah. (laughs) Alexa, Alexa change the locks.
3: Ha, <laughs> <laughs> take that, Dad! <laughs> Try to get in the house, man. <laughs> <laughs> he,
0: he hasn't found that command set yet. But it, it could. Yeah, you better get some really good parental guidance on that, <laughs> Alexa.
2: You know the world that he imagines is different than I can imagine, and I want him to have a great experience that keeps his attention and keeps him going. So,
1: uh, here's what I look forward to because I think about this all the time. Um, I'd like imagining tomorrow's technology for many reasons, but including the fact that if it's good enough, it will make everything I think is modern today look old. So in the future, I want the technology to not even be anything you are projecting for it. I want it to benefit from innovations may I say, out of left field, Mm -hmm. something you didn't even know was on its way in that lands in your lap technologically and you say, oh my gosh, that's a game changer. And with that, there's a future experience for the player, the visitor, the coach that today we can yet imagine. Sweet. It'd be great. Revenue sharing. Looking forward to it. (laughs) That's what I, (laughs) that's a cosmic sports perspective. Dude, thanks for coming. Thanks very much. Chuck, Gary, Mm -hmm. pleasure. It's good. I'm Neil deGrasse Tyson, your personal astrophysicist. This has been Star Talk Sports Edition. And as always, I bid you to keep looking up.